Welcome into another edition of the Boxingers Talking Sports Podcast. I'm Chris. That's Daniel. You. And this week we again will be talking all things sports. Uh, first, we'll kick off with the obligatory Twitter plugs. Follow the show on uh, Twitter, Box Kickers Pod. I am at CR Drubert. Daniel, you are. I am at Daniel underscore Cabrera nine. All right, and also uh, go ahead and uh, plug your uh, gaming. Oh, yeah. I'm on twitch.tv slash dadpit, D-A-D-P-1-T-T. I'm on the uh, pretty much every other day, I would say. But I'm on yeah. there. So uh, follow. It seems like you're uh, breaking into a couple different games lately. Yeah, I tried out uh, this game called Rogue Companies. It's pretty fun. I was playing just before we uh, started doing the podcast a couple of games with the two-time and Pistol Pete. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's that or Warzone every now and then. I'm trying to branch out to different games. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely fun to watch. Uh, plus, I like to go on there and talk and trash about your sports team. So it's pretty, pretty fun. So. Yeah, you distract me. So, <laughs> so, um, so with that, um, before we jump into the sports talk, we'll go ahead and catch up. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, well, actually, no, I'm not doing pretty good. Well, yesterday <laughs> I wasn't 100. percent I had to uh, call into the El Worko because I got the shot the day before, and it pretty much messed me up. So, yeah, you got, uh, you got vaccine number two. I got vaccine number two. Uh, I had the roughest night of sleep. I had a fever around 2.30 in the morning at 1.03. And then I woke up around like 5, 6. And I, I let my one of my bosses know that I'm not coming in. And I had like 101. So uh, it was rough, man. I slept that whole day yesterday. I was just restless. Yeah. Well, that's one of the uh, symptoms for for the shot too is uh, restlessness. I, uh, I lay not- there on the couch with my wife. I watched like uh, I think it was on the uh, Discovery or History Channel, one of those channels. Nine uh, Eleven, like inside Nine yeah. Eleven, we watched the whole like hour and a half of that. I just like I couldn't move, man. I was just like so tired. My eyes were so heavy. Uh, today I'm a hundred percent, man. I, I feel fine now. That's good. Yeah, normally it's like a day or two. It kind of lingers. Yeah. But overall, it's not too bad. Plus, I mean, now you're inoculated, so this should help you uh, battle COVID, which we know is still all over this country. Still out there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, the only other thing is we're, we're, we're kind of trapped inside anyway because of this whole ice storm we've been getting down here for the last couple of days. And looks like it's going to continue into Tuesday. It's just bitter cold temperatures that I, I'm, I'm used to from where I'm from, but um, I'm yeah, sure you guys not. aren't. <laughs> I'm like uh, single degree weather. I, I've never been in that. So <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, Monday morning is going to be brutal. It's I mean, I know when I wake up here where I live, because I live north of Austin, it's going to be uh, one degree outside. One. One degree. One single degree. So in um, Central Texas, think about this. <laughs> and we're pretty south for Central Texas too. I mean, yeah, where it gets to like 112 in the summertime. Yeah, so it's uh, the Arctic blast. I, I can only imagine what it's like in the Midwest right now. Uh, the, all those folks in Minnesota, got be, it's got to be frigid right now. Oh, it's like negative 15 over there. Yeah, so yeah, um, yeah we got that to look forward to. We got to see um, how it commutes because the problem is not only is it going to be frigid out there, we're getting some precip- precipitation, which means we're going to get some ice and maybe some uh, some snow out there. And 100% snow is what they're saying. Yeah, it's going to make uh, – 
make our, our trips in the work a little more challenging now. I, I know like you you love two exits away, so you're pretty close, but I'm pretty close, yeah. I'm I'm like forty miles away. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, I can just like probably take it slow on the access road all the way there. Yeah. Um but I don't know how it's gonna be for other people. I mean, I I'm pretty sure, you know, I'll text our one of my bosses tomorrow and be like, Hey, what's the plan Monday? You know, yeah, we're gonna be delayed two hours or whatnot, but uh We'll see. Yeah, we're, having, we're having some people come in Sunday just to kind of get some of the Monday work out of the way in case we have a lot of call-ins. That, uh, that's what uh, that's what I've been hearing from uh, yeah. other sites. So, and um, I'm hoping um, I, I as of, as of right now, I highly doubt I'll be in on Monday. I mean, I'll, I'll be real. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. let a certain individual hear that. because <laughs> yeah, my uh, my trip is pretty hazardous. Uh, I, I, on, on Friday, I couldn't take 183, which is my main way in because it's a, basically a giant bridge, and that thing was an ice rink. They, they shut it down for eight hours, and then they opened back up, and they closed it within two hours because of all the accidents. Yeah. You don't want to risk so, it, too, man. That's No, not at all. So, yeah, we have some people. Um, my uh, Our hospital, they've uh, booked some hotels. We got some staff there. I got one of my dispatchers because that's the most important position, at least, um, mm-hmm. for the hospital. And so um, my dispatcher, who actually lives in my neighborhood, Sunday nights can be staying at a hotel uh, next to the hospital. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad the hospital is offering it up. And um, but yeah, it's whether we're not used to here. Um, I, was, I was telling my wife today, I'm like this. I mean, this is mostly February up in Indiana. I mean, yeah. it gets yeah. we have uh, I've been there for two straight weeks for the high didn't get above 15. So, Jeez. yeah, yeah, it's it's rough. But I mean. Uh, by next weekend, it's going to be in the 70s. So, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll be good. Uh, and I don't know if you just see some of those pictures from the grocery stores around here. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they're out of like eggs and milk and all that. Like I, 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 I saw- actually went today, but I didn't. I didn't go all crazy. I had to get like Valentine's Day, Day stuff for the kids since it's tomorrow. Um, you know, just like Legos and little small stuff for them. And uh, we just decided we're at Target. We might as well just get like eggs and milk and all that. So we should be yeah. fine, just in case the power goes out, though. Yeah, I saw some pictures. Uh, some of my neighborhood sent of uh, there's an HEB in Leander, and like the meat section was empty. The milk and the eggs were empty. Shelves were empty. It was. It, it looks like what you'd expect for like a zombie apocalypse breaking out. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, I, I was like, I'm good. I, I can wait. I can wait till Tuesday whenever I, I'm on my way home. I can stop and pick up some stuff, some stuff then. Yeah. I, I'm good going into the weekend. So, uh, but yeah. Those of you who are listening that are in this cold snap, uh, please take, uh, please be safe. Drip your faucets, cover your outside uh, uh, water spigots. Um, cover if you have a water softener in, in your garage, cover it up because you don't want the pipes freezing. Um, yeah, just just protect yourself. <laughs> yeah, don't, so, don't go out and drive in this stuff if you don't yeah. have to. So what you need to do is you need to stay inside and watch Wandavision. That's right. That is right. <laughs> So we're gonna jump into that as, as our usual because that's like and I don't know if you saw it's actually now the number one show in the world. That's it's true. the most it's the most dream most watched show right now, and it, as it deserves to be. Um, so I know you checked it out. I watched it. If you haven't checked it out yet, please skip ahead probably about twenty minutes or so, and um, go ahead and jump to one, two, three. Okay, Daniel. So what did you think about the episode? Uh, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, what was it like a thirty-seven minute episode? Um, we saw Vision go outside the hex is what they call it and uh get sucked right back in. Um not by, a, not, not not willingly either. Not willingly, yeah, no. He was being ripped apart. 
here's your rest of part. It, it was interesting because we've been talking about how Mephisto is like kind of controlling it or, you know, half him, half Wanda. But I'm, I'm starting to think that he's not a part of it. It's, 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 uh, it messes with the mind because you don't know who the villain is at this point still. Some people think yeah. it might be Wanda. Some people think it could be others. But right now, like, I'm not 100% sold. Like, it's not Mephisto yet. Or yeah. it could be the brother. I don't know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think it's one of two people right now. I think it's Mephisto or Nightmare. And we haven't really, we haven't really talked about Nightmare on this yet as, as we do these old recaps. Nightmare is a character that can cause hallucinations and altered realities, which is basically what they're doing right now. So, um, whereas Mephisto is more like the mind control devil type scenario. Uh, to me, it's apparent after watching this that Wanda is not in full control. She's controlling what's going on, but I don't think she started the whole scenario. I think she agreed to whatever this is, and I don't think she remembers that. I think her it was blocked from her mind so she can live this life with Vision and their kids. I think this was she was in such grief and such despair that whatever this other being is, whether it's Mephisto nightmare or some other unnamed character that they, she agreed to do this. She agreed to get vision's body, which I think has a big thing to do with this. And I think that, um, they wiped her memory so she could live this life like, a, like a normal. Yeah. And I think the people in the town believe Juan is behind it. That's why they keep referring to her. That's why they keep saying, should we reset? Should we redo this? Because they think they fully think she's in control, but as the episodes go on, when they ask her these things, she looks confused, which tells me that she doesn't remember how this whole thing started. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not sure, but the brother, I'm not sure. I don't think that's the real quicksilver. I mean, it very well could be because the way he's answering the questions, he knows what's going on. Yeah, it seems like he, he's starting to figure out what's going on. Um, but but the reason why I don't think he is either Mephisto or Nightmare or whoever. It's because she knocked him on his ass before she expanded the hex. Yeah. So I don't think they would have. I think they would have. They would have convinced her to expand the hex, not her stopping, knocking him aside, and then doing it herself. You know. But they showed old clips of um, Age of Ultron with the other. Yeah. Actor that played uh, Quicksilver. So I I honestly believe that there's a very good possibility that this is. This really is Quicksilver, but this is the introduction to the multiverse. They pulled in a different universe's Quicksilver for this. So, um, but yeah, um, and then when Vision left and he's being ripped apart, um, I'm not sure if if he's being if he's alive in there because he's, he's basically he's self thinking. I mean, it's not like she's controlling him, so it's not like he's just a corpse walking around that she's controlling. So I'm wondering if because her powers were enhanced with with the stone, whether that's why he's able to be powered up because he's within this entity of that. Because remember, when he's when he's leaving there, he's been ripped apart, being pulled back in there, mm-hmm. and and he has a stone, he has a he has a mind stone on his forehead. Yeah. So does that mean that either there's a multiverse, a different universe's mind stone that they, that they pulled in there for him? Does he really have a mind stone? Is it just? I, I don't know what's going on. So I, I there's a lot of people who think that there is truly a mind stone, whether she got it or one of these other entities got it. Um, I, there's a very good possibility that they actually, they brought one of the stones into this universe. Could be. I mean, and then the whole Agnes situation where she was, she didn't go past that, um, that street. 
Uh, yeah. I can't, can't remember what the street name is right now, but she could. She didn't go past it. She was just like so Ella, as Ella Street, Ellis, Ellis Road, Ellis Street, something like that. Yeah, she was just in shock. So that's when Vision, you know, came down and was talking to her, and she could still sort of be the um, the villain in the show. You know, we don't yeah. know, but but I think I don't think she would have that that scene made me th- make me less believe that she's the villain because why would she be basically trying to get Vision to leave? I mean, because yeah. because because she would have played, stayed on character, she w- or she would have tried to convince him not to leave. She would have been like, "Hey, let's go back to the party. Let's go back to the town square or whatever." But no, what she was saying made him question the reality even more. So yeah, and and then um, one thing I don't know if you caught it, but when they were talking about Monica's DNA and how it's been changed. I think they're they're alluding to mutants at this point. I think X Men has a big, big tie into this. I mean, not just with Quicksilver. Um, I don't know if you caught it. Whenever Vision in the beginning was, I, I don't remember the exact phrase he was saying, but he was talking about um, her brother, and he made an X symbol with his arms. Oh, okay. okay. And so that's a, that's a tie into the X Men. Um, I, 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 they're talking about how this hex is kind of changing DNA. I don't think that they're going to use that as an introduction for fully for the X-Men because as we know, X-Men have been around for thousands of years with uh, Apocalypse being the first mutant. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, the, the hex may, may trigger some of the mutations that's already in their DNA. Um, but they'd have to change a lot of backstories like Wolverine being in world war one, world war two and all that stuff. Um, but the um, they, I think they did have a lot of input in there as well as of the Sentinel program, which is a whole X Men arc where they use robots to, to kind of combat the uh, mutants. I think the and I'm blanking on his name, but the guy who's in charge of Swore that kicked him out in this episode, I think he is building the Sentinel program, and that's why he had Vision's body. I think they're trying to use his technology to build the Sentinels to combat these enhanced humans, whether it's the heroes like the Avengers, like with the Sokovia Accords or the yeah. mutants that they, that they know about, you know? Yeah. Or he could be the villain. I don't know. It like I, I like this because it keeps you guessing every episode who actually is the villain and who's controlling this whole thing. Yeah. So it keeps you guessing and, and it's you know, it's it's just so good. So And so um and then we also saw Monica's going to go meet her friend. They try to get that the, that little vehicle to get inside there. That's going to protect her. Yeah. Um, who do you, do you have any ideas of who you think it might be? <clears throat> um, it could be the dude from the Fantastic Four. Reed Richards. Reed, I, that's what I'm hoping. Who could possibly be played by um, Jim Halpert? Yeah. <laughs> I can't. What's his name right now? Uh, like that. Krasinski. Yeah, yeah, John Krasinski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I love, I love all the jokes about how he's already in the show because Jimmy Woo. Oh, that's Cause, right. Because yeah. because yeah. the episode of The Office <laughs> where he played Jim. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, could be him. Um, I know. Um, Wanda had said in a interview that they're gonna have like a cameo as big as what Luke Skywalker was to the Mandalorian. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see how that's going to play out because well, so to, to that point, there's a rumor out there and I, and I'm not sure how I feel about this, but apparently there were some scenes filmed 
by Chadwick Boseman before he passed. Not for not they didn't say it was for WandaVision, but they said there's some scenes that he had filmed that they have in reserve. But he's not a scientist. That's the only difference. Like he's he's his sister's more of a scientist his than he is. His sister's more a scientist, yeah. That'll be and cool so, to see, but I mean, I don't know how that would play out in the show. Yeah. Um and then there's um there's some other reveals. It could be her father Magneto. Yep, I heard um, that. It could be Wolverine. Could be Deadpool. Uh, could be Deadpool. Um, it's most likely probably gonna be Doctor Strange since she's gonna be in that movie. Uh, I the think next it's kind of obvious though, no? Yeah, I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they bring like Ian McKillen or uh, the uh, the other young guy that they have from the X Men First Class franchise. Because um, I, I, I like a lot of the actors they had for those X Men movies, but they they the studios did such a poor job producing them. I like them if they had the same control. Um, at the same characters, but controlled by the, the MCU, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you'd have to have an Ian McKellen type character show up there to have that wow factor, you know? Mm-hmm. Or even a Charles Xavier with Patrick Stewart. Or even because because I don't think I, I think yeah, you get the wow factor if you have one of the other X Men guys, like the younger guys, to play those two characters. But you get the big wow if you get the original Magneto or the original Charles Xavier. Yeah, uh, or or if you get Hugh Jackman showing up as Wolverine because they've been throwing a lot of money his way, trying to convince him to come back. That'll be sweet, man. That'll so. be the cherry on top of the biggest show right now. And oh if yeah. They, and if they don't like realize that they should probably do a season two if they have a story for it, this is the time right now because it's the biggest show out there. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to to believe that they're going to have a multi season because these shows I think are lead into the movies, but I don't know how they do a one division season two like within the next year or so they would have to wait until after the the multiverse of madness unless they they do more setup for that movie but yeah but i mean if they would have to keep vision alive to do that in my opinion oh disney plus would love that oh yeah i mean I, I i think they're i think all these series could be one season uh, shows and they're going to use the, these shows to kind of springboard other people because you know they now have rights to the dead uh, uh, Daredevil, which was on Netflix. And they, they apparently Charlie Cox is supposed to be re- re- reprising that role either there or in the Spider Man movie. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, they want to bring the Punisher back in there. They could easily, although I think Punisher might be a little too extreme to put on Disney Plus, though. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> so, they won't do that. so maybe Daredevil, maybe, uh, maybe as they talk about doing like Iron Fist, maybe again, which I never liked that character or Luke Cage. Um, they could use that, or they could use it to introduce a lot of the X Men characters. Yeah, I mean, v- very well. I mean, and I hear that there's a, supposed to be a possibility of having um, more scenes filmed with uh, Chris Evans as Captain America. So you could very well he could be the one that shows up there. Maybe Old Man Cap shows up there to try to talk her down. Old you know? Cap. Yeah. I mean, because that's that's kind of like their Luke Skywalker moment. You have Old Man Cap come out there to try to like end what's going on. You know? And maybe by him walking through the vortex, he turns back into a younger cap that can tie into future movies. You know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so they, they have a lot. They have a lot of things they can do with that. So, um, but again, great show. I think it was what three episodes left after this one. Yeah, um, I'm waiting for them to drop that two episode. I thought there was it. There rumors they're supposed to drop two episodes one week. Well, they did. They did that week, week one. They had episode one oh, and two. Well, I thought it was after that. I I don't know. That'd be cool if they dropped the last two together. Or I have a feeling the last one's gonna be like an hour long episode. Yeah, that's what I want. Like a little mini movie. So March fifth, yeah. Last episode. Yeah, it's coming up. Oh, Walking Dead, two Sundays. So uh, well, yeah. I'm sure we'll be covering that. 
too oh, much. Oh yeah, we'll, de- we'll definitely be covering those. Uh, we'll be I, although we'll be kind of a week behind since we film these on Saturdays. So that's true. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll still cover it. We'll still break it in, mm-hmm. and then um, just as a little preview. Um, Daniel, and I have a, a friend of ours who may be joining us for these little catch-up segments to kind of break down these WandaVisions or Mandalorians or Walking Dead. So um, we're hoping to get him on in the, in the near future. So look forward to that. Um, he's a pretty funny character, he, a pretty funny guy. So mm-hmm. I think he'll be a great addition to the show. All right. So with that, was there anything else you've watched recently you want to talk about? Or is that kind of uh, like... That was pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was like Avengers Day on uh, TNT TBS today because um, Infinity War was on, and then Endgame was on, and then Civil War was on. So I was watching the the first half of Endgame. So yeah, it was okay. Yeah, not not the best one, but Infinity War is the best Marvel movie in my opinion. Yeah, it It was action all the way through. And plus, the first time you got to see a lot of these characters interact with each other. Yeah. Endgame, Endgame has the best fight, and it has the best uh, probably 40-minute stretch of any movie because mm-hmm. the, the battle at the end. Um, but I would overall, I'd rank Civil War number two with Endgame being three in my, in my rankings with, with Infinity War being the best movie. Yeah, for sure. So, um, all right. Yeah, really, I haven't watched anything else. I mean, I, I'm, I watched, I, I mentioned last week that Resident Alien show and, um, yeah, just not a whole lot of shows on right now. I think Wonder or WandaVision is kind of dominating the, the TV escape because it's, they came out the right time. Oh yeah. It's taking over. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, with that, we'll move over into the sports. Um, obviously there was a big football game on last week, um, the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl. The the Buccaneers dominated that game. They their defense basically kept Mahomes in check by knocking him around. We already knew he was injured with the toe and he was already beat up. But man, did were you expecting that kind of game? I did not expect that at all, honestly. It was I mean I don't think anybody expected it. I no. I, didn't, I didn't expect a thirty one to nine game, that's for sure. They even uh, score a touchdown. That is the Chiefs did not score a touchdown. Yeah, when was the last time that happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the, this is the first time since I think as a freshman at Texas Tech that that he lost a game by more than one score. Wow, Mahomes. So, like, I, I just like there's just no debate anymore if Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever. Oh yeah, you cannot you can't debate that with anybody. I don't care what anybody says or tries to bring up something about it, but. Um, do you think people are going to go back and watch this game? Not people. Teams are going to go back and watch this game and try to figure out what Tampa Bay did so what they can do in 2021 when they face the Chiefs. Oh, I'm or sure. Do, or do you think Mahomes and Andy Reid are going to counter and be like, okay, they know that, that teams are going to go back and watch this game and try to contain them. Yeah. So it, 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 you just have to have the right defense. I didn't think Tampa yeah. Bay was going to do this. No, no, I, 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 I kind of waffled last week. I mean, you heard it in my, my, my voice when I was trying to pick a winner. I'm like, Tom Brady, hard to bet against him. Yeah. I kind of felt something that this could happen. But basically, you beat you beat Mahomes by getting pressure on him with line, with linebackers. Oh, yeah. And, All game long. That's what you have to do. And so I think there's going to be a run of linebackers this offseason. A, a lot of the top free agents out there. Um, you'd probably see a lot more linebackers shooting up the top of the draft boards because of this, especially in the AFC West. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, that's, that's, I mean, you run the ball, you milk the clock with either running or short passes and you keep them off the field. And when they're on the field, you punch them in the mouth with, with some linebackers and some pretty good pressure from the office, uh, defensive line. Yeah. So they blitzed two corners on one play against Mahomes. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa, I've never seen that. Yeah, I mean, they have to get there fast enough. Cause if he, if he stinks out there, you have two receivers wide open. Oh yeah. But they got there quickly. Yeah, they took a gamble and got it. I mean, it was, it was incredible what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did. Yeah. So um, with us seeing how that happened, what do you think are the odds of either team making it back to Super Bowl next year? Um, I think the Chiefs have better odds of making it back. I just still, I still think they're dominant. I mean, of course, they had a bad game during the Super Bowl. Um. We say this every year about Tom Brady, man. He's he's getting older. He's going to turn forty four this year. Yeah. I. You know what? The Buccaneers are. I'm gonna say it right now, the Buccaneers are going to have a better chance than the Chiefs because every time I go against something, they say, "Oh, Tom Brady's <laughs> old. He, they're not going to go to the playoffs." They end up going to the playoffs and, and going to the Super Bowl. So I'm pretty sure when my predictions come along in August or September when we do it, um, I'm probably going to have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship. Because so, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go based off one player of how, how old he is. He's the goat, man. He can easily yeah. come back. It, but it depends if like Chris Godwin comes back because I know he's a free agent. Uh, I know they have defensive players on, on going into the free agency as well. So I'm with you. I I, I got I got the uh, Buccaneers as the easier way of making back. And here's why: to make it back Super Bowl, you have to make the playoffs, correct? Yeah. So the Buccaneers are gonna have the easier path because Drew Brees is gonna retire. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with Carolina, who's going to quarterback that team. Right now it's Bridgewater. That's not a threat. And Matt Ryan may get traded. Yeah. So who's going to be the threat in the division whenever you look over in the, in the West and you have the Raiders who are improving. You have the Justin Herbert out there looking to have a second-year leap with the Chargers. Uh, if there's, there's a possibility that Denver trades for Deshaun Watson – and so it's, or even, I mean, Russell Wilson could be traded at this point because he seems like he's disgruntled as well, and he could end up in, in Denver. So I think the path to the playoffs will be easier for the Buccaneers. I think that the Chiefs have the better team, but just the fact that the, the Buccaneers can coast their way through the regular season most likely, that's why I think they have a better odds because once you get to the playoffs, Tom Brady, is, Tom Brady is Tom Brady in the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I think we're going to – we're going to hear Tom Brady's name for the next two years. I think he calls it quits at probably 45. I could see that. Although, although I mean, he he keeps fighting uh, father time, and so he may try to stick out as long as he can, and as long as he keeps winning. If, if, if two years pass, and he's on the Buccaneers, and they've been in the Super Bowl three straight years, winning two or three times, and you still have a roster around you, he's going to keep playing. I think he's going to keep playing until that <laughs> roster falls apart. 48. Holy uh, moly. Can you, can you imagine a 50-year-old Tom Brady out there? I he can. Does, he doesn't age. He's, he looks the same. He sold his soul to the devil. <laughs> and he's he knows that the minute he, he retires, his life is over. because <laughs> That's why he's going to keep playing as long, just, as, long just, as he can. Just think about other teams that are like really good on offense, and they're just only one uh, quarterback away. Yeah. This is how it was with the Bucks. Yep, they're, they were one quarterback away, and they got him in the free agency. And look what they did. Yeah, although my favorite favorite meme that says, "If you want to stop Tom Brady from winning Super Bowls, 
trade him to the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but yeah, um, yeah, we have a, we have the off season ahead of us. I think the draft's what fifty seven days, fifty six days. So a lot we're gonna have a, we're gonna have a lot to talk about for that. But um, we mentioned it last week how um, Wentz is now on the trade block from Philadelphia. They're asking prices way too high. It looks like that deal with the Bears fell through. Mm-hmm. It could still happen, but um, I saw that the Colts had offered two second round picks for Carson Wentz, which I think is overpaying, but Philly wants a first out of the deal. Uh, last report I heard, they want they, they want a third this year and a first in the future. I don't think you can get a first for Wentz. I don't think you can get. I think two seconds is the best possible you can get because I don't think he's worth two thirds. I don't think so either. And you have Jalen Hurts right there, man. He's yeah. he's up and coming. You know, you can build. You can get probably maybe. What'd you say? A third. Yeah, I, th- I think you get a third, but if you're going to be offered two seconds, you run with it. Build your yeah, yeah. Build your roster up with that. Draft yeah. time. I think I think Hertz is the real deal. And you get um, to unload that contract, that massive contract he has too, and then ooh. maybe sign a free agent with it. Yeah, but I mean, look at the GM there, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, I mean, because you have Miles Sanders at running back, he's actually really good. You have the two uh, wide receivers in Rager and. Um, Sean Jackson, you have the other guy it? that was pretty. Decent. Alshon Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey, yeah, he's Jeffrey. washed. Yeah, he's washed. He's washed. He just washed up. Yeah, there was another guy. Um, had him in fantasy. Oh my god, I can't remember his name. I traded him to like Joe Cook. Uh, what was his name? Oh, Fulham. Like Fulham, yeah. Fulham. They're pretty decent, not too bad. But you got the the rookie receiver Rager at a TCU. Um, get some pieces for defense because that defense looked very bad, and they got one of the best cornerbacks in the game in Darius Slay. Yeah. So why not try to build your defense? Okay, um, real quick before we move into college basketball, I have some breaking news. Oh. The Indiana Pacers just outscored the Hawks 41-26 in the fourth quarter to win the game. <laughs> they won 125-113. Uh, that was demolish, demolishing in the fourth quarter. They won two straight since that bad stretch against those great, great teams. So they're back right back into it. Are they at 500? Uh, they are now uh, 14 one game of 14 and 13. Yeah, Goodness. I mean, now they went through that stretch. They went through that stretch where I mean, they, they faced the top of the top. They had Brooklyn, you had Utah. Uh, I mean, you, they were facing top level teams, and of course, with when you're down two starters, you're not going to do so well. But I mean, here they go. Now they got they got to face Detroit and Atlanta. They're going to win. They actually have a pretty favorable schedule over the next next ten. So. Hopefully they can go out rim for the All Star break. But yeah, sorry about that breaking news. But I was like, I, I looked at that stat and I saw four, forty-one fourth quarter points. Holy hell! Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> you take the win. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, next thing I want to talk about is going to be college basketball. We've been kind of light on college basketball talk. I mean, we, we've mentioned it before because until we get the tournament, there's not much to talk about. But we have a tournament related thing to talk about. You know what? What sorry. was that? You know what you forgot to talk about NFL. What's that? JJ Watt. Yeah, I mean, okay, real quick, who do you think he goes to? Uh, Pittsburgh. Okay, me too. I think he goes to his brothers. The uh, so. only reason why I skipped over that is because that was like the most obvious thing that was going to happen this year. <laughs> it was, and he came out in video, and and you heard it from him, his mouth first. Yeah, I don't know what the te- yeah. the Texans are dumpster fire, man. Yeah, it's that's. I, I heard a report that there's a possibility the coach resigns. <laughs> the coach <laughs> they hired may resign. So uh, yeah, he's probably gonna go back to Baltimore as the wide receiver. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, okay. Um, so for college basketball, um, they released their first mock sixteen, like the like the top four each each region. Yeah, uh, they 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 started doing this last year, a year before, to kind of copy what the college football playoff did with their rankings. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go down with the I'll go each seed line in order. So tell me if there's any of these teams that surprise you. So the number one overall seed will be Gonzaga, then Baylor, oh, uh, then Ohio State and Michigan. Ohio State, hmm. yeah, Ohio State and Michigan. It's like I know Michigan was up there, but Ohio State they they must have gone on a run there because yeah, on a stretch, yes. Compared, I, I to think. Happening. I think only one of those two teams make it on the one line uh, because, I mean, the conference tournament's going to kick off and one was going to beat the other one. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I think Ohio State, Michigan. That was Michigan. I could I could see that because they've been one seeds recently, but Ohio State that surprised me. Yeah, they've been on a uh, one, two, three, four. They went on a six game win streak. They beat uh, Wisconsin, uh, number ten Wisconsin, seventy four sixty two. Penn State, Michigan State. They beat number eight Iowa by three, Maryland and IU. So yeah. I mean they've been on a pretty dominant run, but uh, you never really see Ohio State in the number one seed. Yeah, I mean because you don't see. I mean we don't have the Dukes right now, the North Carolinas right now, and the Kansas. I think, I think the last time they were one seed was when Mike Conley and Greg Oden were there. Oh, what was that? Two thousand five. Let's see. So I was at the hospital in Indianapolis. So that was. Greg Oden, Kevin Durant, same time. That was like, yeah, yeah. I think it was 2000, 2004 or two thousand. Yeah, that four ish. Yeah, that period of time. Yeah. So they, they have uh, Michigan in two weeks. Number three, Michigan in two weeks. Yeah, and then they, then they'll probably see him again in the conference tournament unless there's an upset. So yeah. All right. So the the two seed line is Villanova, Houston, Illinois, and Alabama. Now Houston, Houston kind of surprised me because I, I, I thought I didn't think that they were going to hold up. But again, they, they didn't really play a whole lot of non-conference games because they had a lot of games canceled because of uh, COVID. Yeah, I, I think they're overranked. They um, lost to East Carolina. Yeah, they lost to Tulsa. Yeah, so I don't think they're a two seed. I think I, maybe I a, no. maybe three, maybe four, but we'll see how it shakes out. I think of those two seeds, Alabama and Villanova, that most likely to jump up to the one seed if if one of those. Uh, uh, Big Ten teams fall off. Villanova, yes. Yeah, Villanova is always there. I mean, the best thing that could happen to them was a breakup of the Big East because they kind of dominated the new Big East. <laughs> Illinois, I don't know because they do have to face um, Ohio State, Wisconsin coming up, and then they have a Big Ten conference tournament, so they'll be yeah probably facing one of those teams again or Michigan. So I don't know if they'll stay in the two spot. Yeah, but we'll see. Yeah, yeah. All right, three seeds are Oklahoma, Tennessee, Virginia, and West Virginia. Virginia, I think, is the most dangerous of those three seeds. I don't. Oklahoma, I think, is is a is a mirage because they're they're kind of getting like they got Texas when Texas had a bunch of players out because of of COVID, and I just I don't buy them as a team as a as a, a threat this year. Um, Tennessee is coached by Rick Barnes, so he's not going to make it out of Sweet Sixteen anyway. <laughs> I mean, we saw that with Texas. I mean, the only the only year he's able to get out of the Sweet Sixteen or past the Sweet Sixteen was whenever they had Kevin Durant, an all time great. Well, they went to the Final Four back in like yeah. two thousand two or something like that. Yeah, TJ Ford and I think it was Al Horford. I think it was on it. No, uh, yeah, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus Aldridge. They lost yeah. to Michigan State, I believe. Yeah, I think it was Michigan State. 
Yep. Um, then on the four seed line, we have uh, Missouri, Texas Tech, Texas, and Iowa. Mm-hmm. Now, Texas, we've mentioned them before. We know that Shaka Smart's teams always fall apart late in the season. Yeah. So, which we've it's, seen. It's, it's nice to see Texas actually in that spot. Yeah. But just remember the mock the mock tournaments like three weeks ago had Texas on the one seed line. They've already fallen down to the second to last of the of top sixteen. Yeah. So they lost three games in a row. Come on now. Yeah. Now again, the first one came COVID. Oh, second yeah. one, second one was whenever the coach just came back and he. But again, this is we're this is Texas. They always fall apart. So big game against OU coming up. Yeah. So. Um, any of those teams kind of surprise you? Or any teams you, you kind of wish uh, thought you would see in there instead? Um, the ones that's a uh, Iowa Big Ten, Wisconsin. You said right, Big Ten. Wisconsin is not in the uh, top oh, sixteen. Now. Okay, I'm looking at bracketology right now. So, so the the Big Ten teams currently in the top sixteen. You have Iowa, you have Illinois, Ohio State, Michigan, West Virginia. Okay, so I'll, I'm sure not West Virginia. I'm sure they're in the Big Twelve. Yeah, the, all those teams are going to face each other like one more time. Yeah. Also in tournament play. Yep. So uh, I don't know. I, I think it's hard to tell right now with like what, like how many games they have left? Like four or five? I think I think sometimes five, sometimes four. Barring Depends COVID, if, but what yeah. if COVID cancels like three or four of these games? Do they stay in the same spot or do they get out of this spot? Have yeah. they, have I mean, they mentioned that? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, have, what mean, if they cancel the last two games and, like, say, uh, an example, Wisconsin is, like, a three seed, but there's other teams that, like, or somebody wins the Big Ten or gets close to winning the Big Ten, and they're stuck with, like, a five seed. I think I think it depends on the whole body of work. Um, is it going straight the schedule? Or? Oh, so, oh, they look at straight the schedule. They look at – so they, they talk about quadrant wins, so – they ranked it. They ranked the teams in like quadrant one. So like, who got the more quadrant one wins or quadrant two wins? It's a, it's a whole weird thing that they did to get rid of the RPI rankings because their RPI kind of was Jeez. not not good for the smaller schools. So um, I think it just depends on on the whole body of work. I think they'll they'll understand. Yeah. If like a Wisconsin, say Wisconsin is like a, a five seed right now, and they have to miss the conference tournament because they have a COVID outbreak. I don't think they're going to get too penalized because, I mean, it's, it's just a conference tournament. They have enough games under their belt to kind of judge what seed they should be at this point. Well, if they lost like twice to a certain team that's trying to jump over them. Those very well could be passed by that team, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Um, with that, uh, that's that's going to conclude our current uh, college basketball talk. Um, and we will now jump over into the NBA um, I do want to touch on this. It's kind of petty, but I do want to mention it because I think it's funny. Is um, <laughs> they had the Kardashian game today? <laughs> so uh, Kendall Kendall Jenner, I guess it's a Jenner game, but it's Kardashian clan. Um, the Kardashians are known to date basketball players. I mean, that's well documented at this point. But Kendall Jenner, Jenner was dating Ben Simmons for a long time. She she broke up with. Blake Griffin, and then faced off with uh, Ben. I remember when that happened that Blake destroyed Ben Simmons in a game after that, which was kind of like, hey, stick it to you. But now we had uh, Devin Booker for the Phoenix Suns, who's the current boyfriend of Kendall, facing off with her ex, Ben Simmons. And Booker went off scoring 36 points on Ben Simmons. Um, There was actually one play I watched where he was basically staring him down 
and then just like move like two little steps and then shot it right over him, like a really deep three and nailed it. You could tell it's personal between him and kind of stick it to him and try to impress his current girl. I think it's all petty, but whatever gets you motivated, I guess. <laughs> do you do you think the Kardashian that they dated, I don't know who dates who, but it, it actually watched this game? So um, I'll give her credit. Whoever she's dating, she's normally in the arena watching their games. I don't know which like, Kardashian is it, but I know it's not it's Kim because she's dating no, it's, uh, Kanye it's, West. It's, uh, Kendall Jenner. It's Kendall. one of the oh. one of the yeah one of the uh, not yeah. the uh, not the one that's like a billionaire, but the one that's like the supermodel. Kendall Jenner. Yeah. I thought she was dating Travis Scott. I believe I, I don't that know was. I believe that was Kylie. <laughs> Kylie, there's too many of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's 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 a little messy, but all I know is this is the Kardashian Jenner game, and Devin Booker went off to impress his girlfriend. <laughs> okay, there we go, Devin Booker. So, <laughs> so yeah. He had 36 <laughs> points. Yeah, 36 points. I mean, he he was on fire in this game too. Like he was he was out there to prove a point and out there and say I'm the man to Ben Simmons because <laughs> Ben Simmons Ben Simmons actually guarded him a lot in this game and he couldn't stop him at all. Damn. And Ben Simmons is one of the best defenders in basketball. So, yeah, Booker was on his own. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then the only other thing was um, we talked about last week how it looked like Derrick Rose was about to be traded. He was traded. Uh, he was traded to uh, the New York Knicks for uh, Dennis Smith Jr. And I think uh, one or two second round picks. Um, I think that's a good trade for both. Um, I, the Knicks are trying to get to the playoffs. He's a good, like a veteran leader for the, the young guys that they have, uh, like quickly out there and uh, RJ Barrett. Um, he's there to actually be a mentor. He said that in his press conference. He's not there to be a star. And he gets out of Detroit, which was going nowhere. But I will give Detroit credit. I'm going to uh, kind of stall real quick so I can look up their, uh, their schedule uh, because the, Detroit has um, very few wins. I think they're like, they have like 10 wins on the season, but the teams that they have beaten. They've beaten the top of the league. Yeah, um, why is that? Uh, I, it's like they're they're playing up to their opponents. Um, I'm, I'm pulling up real quick. Anybody can be anybody, obviously. Yeah, correct. But they're consistently beating the top teams and losing to the bad teams. So they beat Boston after losing their first four games of the season. Lost three more than they beat Philadelphia. I'm sorry, they, they beat uh, Phoenix. Lost two, beat Miami, which is in the finals last year. Lost one, two, three, four. Lost four, then beat Philadelphia. Beat the Lakers. Beat Brooklyn. They beat Boston again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, set, they're seven wins this year. So they won seven, seven games. Boston twice. Phoenix. Miami, who's not great this year, but they're not bad. Philadelphia, who's number one seed in the, in the East. The Lakers. And Brooklyn, who everyone thinks is the best team. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's ridiculous. I, I don't get it. I mean, they must have just had the right formula that day. Looking at their upcoming schedule, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win maybe one more game before the break. They have New Orleans, San Antonio, Dallas. So I think is the best team, and I think they're gonna probably beat them. Memphis is meh. Two against Orlando. New Orleans is drunk. Sacramento's decent. The Knicks and then Toronto. So they may not win another game. The rest of the of the first half of the season, but man, know. that I mean, Phoenix, Boston twice, Miami, Philadelphia, Lakers, Brooklyn. That that's that's some pretty impressive wins. That is, but, but like you said, they're not gonna make playoffs. 
But then they lost to Minnesota, Cleveland, Atlanta, <laughs> Golden State. Yeah, if only they beat those sorry teams, they'd be pretty good. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, they lost to Houston by one. I mean, wow. so they've actually lost to Cleveland twice now, actually, looking at it. So, uh, and in that first game, uh, they actually, they lost in two overtimes to the Lakers. They almost beat the Lakers twice. It's crazy, man. Yeah. They, they took the Lakers in the second game to two overtimes. So, um, but yeah, with that being said, we'll now move over into our top five power rankings. Um, I'll let you go ahead and go first since last week, I think we, we agreed on all but one. So we'll see, we'll see if we're doing that again this week. No, I think we all had the same thing, didn't we? Well, the, the number five was different. I had, I think I had Milwaukee, or I, I had Brooklyn, you had Milwaukee, or something like that. Ah, okay. Uh, number five, okay, number five. I am going to go with a team that we just talked about, or a player on the team we just talked about. I'm going with the Phoenix Suns at number five. Uh, Chris Paul and Devin Booker. I just, out there in the West, I mean, <clears throat> I've going off topic here a bit i feel like portland will be above them in like seating wise and that's about it i don't i don't see san antonio spurs jumping them or no. like golden state which i may mean, have golden state going to playoffs but i think phoenix Suns will stay around the fourth or fifth but i think portland will jump over them but as of right now i'm going with the phoenix suns at number five um and then i have at number four i have the L.A. Clippers. Now, I haven't really watched much of L.A. Clippers basketball. Um, they're 19-8. and eight. They're still winning on the road and 8-4 and four at home. They're averaging what? It looks like uh, 115 points. So um, I have that number four. Number three, I have a team that lost to my number five team today. I have the um, Philadelphia 76ers. They're still number one seed in the East. Now... <clears throat> I can see that changing. I don't see them going as f- low as three seed because everybody else stinks in there. I, the Pacers sting. Uh, Charlotte stinks. Oh man, that hurts. I hurts. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why this doesn't say Tampa Bay Raptors, but uh, this is Toronto. We we the South. Can, look at look at yeah, we the South. Look at the Knicks at, at the eighth seed right now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, is well, that I mean, once, you're, so bad? once you're bad, once you're bad that long, you, you do get some good players. So I mean, yeah, but you're, you're not used to seeing the Knicks this far up in what February. Yeah, it won't last. I don't know, man. Look at the teams below them: the the Hawks, the Bulls, the Magic, the Cavaliers, Pistons, and Wizards. Wizards are a big disappointment, by the way. I don't know why huge I think playoffs. Huge. Um. So I have the 76ers at three. Uh, number two, I am going with the number two seed in the Western conference right now, the LA Lakers, they're at 21 and six. I just have the number two because I think Utah is still the hottest team. Lakers are on a seven game win streak. Utah's on a six game win streak. Um, weren't they on a like eight game win streak like last week or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they lose to, uh, who the lost, Lakers or the jazz, the jazz lost to the Knicks and the Nets back to back. Yeah. This was both away. So this is both in New York. I don't know if it was a trip thing, but um, then they beat the Clippers and the Spurs and they lost the Suns. But I still think the best team out there, the Jazz, it's, it's, those, it's those sneaky teams that you build like a good chemistry around. Um, I like the Spider. You know, I like him. Um, it's those teams you build around that, that guy to, to win, to, to keep winning, to build a good formula. 
And 21 and five, man, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Going into the all-star break, which is, I'm, I'm just coming up, right? Yeah. I mean, we still got, uh, we're talking about March, like March 4th or 5th or 6th, something like that. Yeah. yeah it'll be here soon. There's two, still, uh, there's still roughly one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's still like 12 games before the all-star break. They could be close to 40 wins right, at that yep. rate. And yep. maybe, maybe like, maybe 38 wins and like eight losses. We'll see. That's pretty good, man. I, I mean, that's my top five. I have Utah number one. Okay. So uh, I agree with you, the top two. So Utah and the Lakers, I, I agree we're at one, two. And I got the Clippers number three. Um, so I think we're in agreement there. Um, so I'll touch on my four and five. So number five, even though um, th- they just can't get healthy right now, but I think on paper their their ability is just there. Um, I got the Nets. Um, pull up the schedule real quick to see. I know they, they just beat the Pacers uh, by 10, they, but they dominated that game. But they lost three previous games to that, but they were also down players. I mean, saying I, I have a team that is uh, 15 and 12 as my number five overall, it's all about ability of the players on the team. I mean, we know who they are. We, we know how good they're going to be. So um, I, I'm sticking with them. Um, and they actually play um, – Actually playing right now, I think against Golden State. So let me see how they're how they're doing because Golden State they're playing above their ability too with Clay Thompson out. They're smacking the Golden State around. Yeah, eighty nine, so, I mean, sixty eight. Yeah, I mean that's Golden State that shows has you, defense or what? <laughs> no, it's it's that just shows you how good. I mean, the, the Nets are a prime time team. They're going to turn it on whenever they're playing in prime time. Like you saw that when they faced the, the Clippers. You saw that when they faced. I think they were on Boston on national TV. They turn it on for those games and they kind of coast the rest of it because they, they can do that. So yeah, uh, but yeah, so I got those my five and I got the Sixers as my number four. Um, I wavered on having Milwaukee in there, but the Milwaukee lost like two straight. Um, again, they also lost two straight to really, really, really good teams. Maybe I'm gonna pull up here. I know one of them was uh, uh, Phoenix and the other one was Utah. So they lost to really good teams, but the fact that they lost two straight, I couldn't in good faith, put them in my top five. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so my top five, Utah, LA Lakers, LA Clippers, Sixers, and Nets. Nice. So, um, so with I, that. I, I, right now, the, the, the trio, the, the big three are playing for the Nets. Harden, yeah. Irving, and uh, Durant. Yep. Surprisingly. Durant is, I think, under the, it's hard to say when him a superstar. Under the radar, I think he may be the best player in basketball. I know LeBron still gets a lot of talk about that, but I mean Durant is just—they don't—they don't run plays for him. He still scores forty points or thirty-six points a game, and he just has raw Billy Raw shooting ability. He can turn it on and off whenever he wants, just like LeBron does. It, it just—I think he is, and then he's coming off an Achilles tear. Yeah, and he's doing this. I give—I I think he's the best player in basketball. Oh, Durant's always been a great player, man. Yeah, he has it all. So. um so with that, um, that's that's kind of our, our coverage of basketball. Uh, do you have anything else you want to throw onto the show, or anything else you uh, want to bring up? No, not really. I know, I, breaking news. I know you're a baseball guy, but it's been kind of a quiet game or qu- been, quiet time uh, period. Quiet. It has been a quiet uh, like week of baseball right now. I mean, I mean Boston traded Benintendi to Kansas City, but Benintendi is not like a superstar. I mean, he's no. Nah, he the Royals are building something special. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Looking at their roster. They look very similar to the teams I went to the World Series all those years back. Yeah, I think that, I think they're re, redoing the blue uh, blueprints for that team 
that they, they could be dangerous coming up again. Yeah. I mean, uh, Trevor Bauer to the Dodgers. Yeah. I think we talked about that last week. I don't know. Yeah, $40 million for one season, yep. Yeah, Justin Turner announced he's returning to the Dodgers, the attempted killer, because he didn't want to wear his mask in the postseason uh, celebration. <laughs> and he had COVID. Uh, and he had COVID. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, it was kind of slow. Spring training's coming up this uh, about two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I know the Aussie Open's going on. They're playing right now. Serena Williams is up 5-4 in the first set. Um, Osaka won her matchup. Uh, how, is that, how is that going? Do they have, like, no fans? Right. I'm assuming. Uh, well, they're in Australia, so they might. Because I mean, Australia, yeah. I don't know how Australia is doing, but they're probably doing better in America as with you know, COVID. <laughs> oh yeah, and, I, Chris, and Chris Hogan declares himself for the Premier Lacrosse League entry draft. Yeah, he was a junk wide receiver. He got a Super Bowl win. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he won know. a Super Bowl, and phew, he's going to the lacrosse now. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All speaking of COVID, I mean, and how things could be. I don't know if you saw the video, but the Prime Minister of New Zealand, who's kind of getting praised for how she handled everything, they were at like a freaking party, like a little like a cookout with a bunch of people without yeah, yeah. wearing masks because they handled it so well that they can do that. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we'll get back to this soon. Uh, I know we're going to have enough vaccines in the country right now for everybody to get vaccinated if they choose to. Yeah, if they choose to. So um, I'm not going to force anybody to, but the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm scrolling through Twitter real quick. No breaking news. We had two. We had breaking news our last two weeks. Looks like we're not going to get that right now. So, um, so with that, I guess that'll be our show. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll talk more NBA, college basketball. Um, I'm sure there may be something about baseball to talk about. I think the camps are opening up uh, next week or so. Yeah, they are. Um, we'll have more one division to talk about, and we may have a guest. So um, yeah, tune in for that. So good stuff. Um, yeah, with that, I look forward to seeing you guys again next week. Thank you. Uh, remember, hit us up on the on Twitter if you want to hear any topics, or if you want to hear more uh, uh, pop culture. Let us know. Uh, we're down for anything. So uh, with that, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>